Savoy Ballroom, Lenox Avenue, and 140th Street in the heart of Harlem in New York City for the merry minutes of the Harlem Hospitality Club. Thank you and good afternoon, members. That's right, it's your Uncle Willie Bryant, Grand Mogul, High Potentate, Proctor of the Procedure, Tutor of the Tribunal, and Non-Compass Mentors. Welcome... <laughs> welcoming you to another... I'm everything here now. Welcoming you to another Grand Conclave of the Harlem Hospitality Club. Before we proceed to new business, our musical committee consisting of Lou Mel Morgan and the trio welcome our guests to new members with their own arrangement of Linda. Let's hear it. to the Harlem Hospitality Club, and her name is Zella Carter, and she's from McKinsey, Tennessee. Hello. Hello. How are you? Fine, and you? You know Linda? No, I don't. You don't? I don't no. either. I just heard it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I just know this song. Oh, you I like heard the, this song. You I like, you like song, songs? Sure. You like dancing? I like dancing. I you like do? singing better. You like singing better? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And are you married, uh, Zella? Yes, I am. Yeah, how long have you been married? Three years. Three years. And where'd you marry? I married in St. Paul, Minnesota. St. Paul, Minnesota. Laying all jokes aside, that's my mother's home. No kidding. Really? A lot of times I joke, but this is really the truth. And uh, is that where you met, uh, met your hubby? Yes, I did. What's his name? His name is William Carter. His name is what? William Carter. William Carter? Uh -huh. Mine is William Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> Not that it matters to you, but it's funny. Whatever. <laughs> and uh, did you, you met him there? Yes, yes. I met him what, there. What, what were you doing in St. Paul? Well, I went out there with a sister of mine. She oh. uh, went about a year before I went. Then mm -hmm. she left her little boy with us, and he was one year old, so she sent for the little boy. I took the little boy to my sister, mm -hmm. and then I decided I wanted to stay, so I stayed. You stayed until you got married. Well, how did you happen to meet uh, William? Well, I lived with my sister when I first went to St. Paul. Uh -huh. Then um, my sister and her husband had a little fight 
so. Oh, they did? <laughs> I just thought I'd put my two cents in it, so the results I got put out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so... <laughs> So I went and spent the night with a girlfriend of mine, yes. and I had to stay a week or two to, until I could find some place to stay. Uh-huh. I was out looking for a room one day, and uh, I went, happened to go to the house where my husband was rooming, uh-huh. and there was another girl that was staying there, and she asked me if I would like to share the room with her. Uh-huh. And so I told her I would think about it, and he happened to see me that day. He did. So I passed a day or two later. And he was in the basement building a coal bin. Yeah. I had an armful of groceries. And so when I passed, he whistled. He did? <laughs> a bad thing. <laughs> so I wouldn't look around. I don't blame you. And then he said, fair lady. So I still didn't look around. Mm-hmm. And he decided he'd throw a lump of coal at me. So he threw a lump of coal. <laughs> <laughs> he threw a lump of coal at you? <laughs> he threw a lump of coal at me. And I, then I went back and I, I was going to ball him out good. Yes. So when I went back, he out-talked me, and he began telling me that. Well, what a strange... So he told me, he said, he said, you know, it's been several girls here this morning for that same room that you asked for, and said, if you want it, you better put a deposit on it. So I thought he was serious. So I went and put a deposit on the room. I thought perhaps that the house was his. Uh-huh. So when I when I moved there, I found he was living on the third floor, and he was only a rumor himself. Uh-huh. So he, said, he wanted me to move there, and so he, I met him out in the kitchen one day. We had to share the kitchen. Uh-huh. And uh, he asked me where I worked. I told him I found that he was working at the same defense plant that as I work? was. He was on the same shift that I was. What? <laughs> so you thought it would be better that you and him just go ahead and get married so you could come home together, is that it? No, I wasn't. It wasn't that easy, was it? A very, very interesting story. It's a very interesting story, and here's your membership card, Zella. All right. Bye-bye, Zella. And there she goes. Gee, what an interesting way to stop a lady throwing coal at her. All right. One of our visitors last week has received a notice to reappear before the high potentate for command performance, and here she is again, that little sensational singer, Little Miss Cornshucks. Hello there. Hello. Hello. How are you feeling today? Fine. What are you going to sing for us today, Cornchuck? Keep your hand on your heart. Keep your hand on your heart? I'd rather keep mine on my wallet. (laughs) (laughs) Keep your hand right on your heart. Yes, and your mind on me. Well, you know I love you, baby. No matter where you might be. Well, I first met you, it was a but a two. Thank you. 
of Andy Addison of Atlantic City, New Jersey. Who's that? Oh, that's you. Hello, Andy. How are you? And Leroy Johnson from New York City. That must be you. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, what, what do you do, Andy? I'm a cook. And what do you do, uh, Leroy? I'm a cook also. Yeah? Also? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I do a little cooking myself, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm old cook. They used to call me Cookin' William years ago. <laughs> and uh, tell me now, do you, do you think that uh, do you think that the women make better cooks than men, or what? What well, do you think? I think of? a woman's a better cook. Oh, you do. You and you're a cook too. Yes, I am. You're making your living cooking. Yes, I am. How's living? Poor. Yeah, poor, huh? <laughs> well, I can understand why you think women are better cooks. And what about you, uh, Leroy? Well, in my opinion, man is better cook. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, well I what mean... makes you think so, man? Here we go. Well, I look. <laughs> Yeah, I go. say now, you say, you just said that a woman is the best cook. Well, sure. I mean, look at your stomach and look at mine. I'm streamlined, man. That don't mean nothing. I'm streamlined. You don't see no, you don't see no women, no men marrying men for cooks, do you? Well, I mean, uh, that's, that's a different part now. You don't well, I work on a job, man. And do you know that some of the biggest hotels in Atlantic City employ a chef cook? What does he do? Sit down and write it out. But who cooks that food? Women. Oh, man, man. What you talking about? <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, now that's the argument is pro and con. I mean, no, man, ain't no pro and no con. You trying to con me? I'm getting you pro. There you go. No, 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 no. There you go. Go ahead, fella. You take that. You talking about Atlanta? New York now. New York. What big? What do they do in Atlantic City? They don't do in New York. What do they do in New York? They don't do in Atlantic City. Well, they eat different in Atlantic City. No, they don't. Your biggest convention is leave New York to go to Atlantic City. There you go. Seafood over there. No, no, no seafood. No sand or salt water. They eat food there. I mean, but you say you make your living at cooking. Yeah, I do. All right. Do many women work where you cook at? Yes, they do. Where do you work at? Where do I work at now? Yeah. I'm short order cook. Oh, you short cooking. Yes, right short now. cooking. I'm talking about long cooking now. You're talking about long cooking. Yeah. Well, I, well, I mean, I cook hotel for so long. Well, yeah. I mean, see, I work on a railroad, you understand? Oh, yeah. And, uh, well, who's going to get a woman to go out there and ride up and down some of my... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Wait a minute, boys. Let me get my order in here, will you? I tell you, I just stood back on the sidelines and let you go, but it looks like you're going to wind up at the blows here, so we better stop this. But really, we just wanted to find out what you think of the different cooks. Now, you all settle that cooking argument back there. Good luck to you, and there we go. Oh! <laughs> all I had to do was to stand back and just keep nudging them on. I think we'd have had a good fight then. All right, our history committee informs us that every nation in the world... Every nation in the world is attempting to perfect an atomic bomb. Well, we in the Harlem Hospitality Club have a bomb of our own, likely to explode at any moment. 
Are you? <laughs> well, it's none other than Amanda, Aunt Amanda Randolph. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. Uh, Amanda? What do you want, Aunt? What, what are you going to do for us today now that you heard the cooking argument? <laughs> oh, man, I'm the one of the best cooks you've ever seen. Oh, you are, huh? Yeah, Let's cook man. up a song. What's All right, then. A little ditty, just a little ditty dedicated to me. To you? Uh-huh, all of me. All of you? <laughs> Quite a lot, too. All of me. Why not take all of me? Yeah. Can't you see? I'm no good without you. Take my lips. I want to lose them. <laughs> Quite a many. Break my arm. I'll never use them. Your goodbye left me with eyes that cry. And how can I go on, dear, without you? For you took the part that once was my heart. So why not take all of me? Swing it at me, Let's have a chat with our next applicant for membership into the Harlem Hospitality Club, and she's June Williams of Newport, Vermont. Is that right? Yes. How are you, Williams. June? Fine, thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. And according to your application, you are a student of psychology. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. And where are you studying psychology? Fordham University. Fordham University. Oh well, that's nice. You know, I'm I'm an old psychology professor myself. You are. <laughs> Why they used to call me old Psycho and William years ago. <laughs> Well, what, uh, what, uh, what subjects uh, in psychology are you studying now, dear? <laughs> well, we're studying uh, child psychology, how to analyze them. How to analyze children? Yeah. Yeah, well, how are you making out? All right. I, I think that's all, I'd say, I think that's all a family really needs to do is to study a child, and I think uh, it'll curb a lot of delinquency throughout the country. Don't you think so? Yes, yeah, it also applies to adults. How's that? It also applies to adults. Well, we didn't have that when I was studying psychology. I mean... <laughs> They, they, didn't, they didn't give us that where I went. No, oh, they See, didn't. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I went to one of the finest schools in the country. What school is that? Well, you see, you were too young. You wouldn't remember the name of it. Well, tell me, let's, let's you and I talk some psychology. Let's, let's use some of the uh, psychological words. Is that right? Yes. Uh, use some words uh, uh, for, for psychology. Name some of the big words, some of the big things. Well, I think you're a paranoid... Uh... Uh, you, you schizophrenia, what uh, you what? psychoneurosis, you and think? a minor depressive. Yeah, well, I'm glad you think that much of me. <laughs> well, one, uh, one, uh... Yep, I'm, I'm, I'm old paranoid. That's, that's right, you are too. Say, now, maybe you're getting different studies than I got. What, uh, what, what, uh, what is a paranoid? Well, you're really one. 
You think you're, you think you're a big shot, just not just a little. Oh, is that, is that what a paranoid? Oh, yeah, I'm no. not a paranoid. You got a superiority well, complex. You. Hmm? you got a superiority complex. You think I have a superiority mm-hmm. complex? All that's in what you just said? Yeah. yeah. Oh, in other words, you're going to psychoanalyze me. That's right. Well, suppose I give you some of my symptoms, and, and maybe you can psychoanalyze me better. Now, I, I, my symptoms are, uh, I, I like to sit on, uh, on hot stoves and, uh, and walk around with sardine cans in my shoes. Maniac depressive. How's that? You're a maniac depressive. I'm a what? Maniac depressive. I'm a maniac depressive? Depressive. Depressive. Yeah, well, maybe I am depressive. Depressive. Well, I mean, now tell me, what, what, what would you suggest that I, I do now with those symptoms? Well, the next time you go to buy a suit, mm-hmm. make sure you got a built-in stray jacket with it. A built a built-in <laughs> Wait a minute, dear. to talk to these students because they really know what they're talking about. Wait a minute. No, you don't either. But really, that's, that's, that's really nice of you. And here's your membership card. Thank you, and good luck, and bye-bye. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Gee, I'm something with that psychology. I think I better let that alone, too. I didn't know I was so many things in one afternoon. Little Miss Cornchucks is back again with a problem. She wants to know, have you ever loved somebody? Is that right? Okay, let's hear it.
Well, it's visiting time now as we stop for a look-in with one of our older members and invite her for a brief journey down memory lane. And her name is Mary Pierce of Williamsburg, Virginia. Hello. How do you feel? Fine. How are you feeling? Oh, no need to kick unless you're swimming. Well. Tell me, uh, Mary, how old are you? Seventy-six. Seventy-six. Seventy-six years old. Mary? Yes, Mr. Ryan. Yes? I said, are you married? Oh, no. Yeah, oh, no? No. No, 76. Have you ever been married? No. Never been married? Never. And, and why weren't you ever married? Well, I couldn't find anybody to suit me. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me, uh, can you remember the early days back in your home of Williamsburg, Virginia? Well, I can remember a few. I lived on the old Colonel Ewell's estate and... On the what, dear? Old Colonel Ewell's estate. Colonel Ewell's estate? Which was estate. the president of the College of William and Mary uh-huh. at the time. Uh-huh. And I, uh, I was reared really around him anyway. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And can you remember, did you, did you have any boyfriends when you were... Oh, I had plenty of boyfriends. Plenty? Plenty. <laughs> but you just never could find one that would Couldn't make a good... Couldn't find one that I thought would... Uh, Make a good husband. Yes. Well, did you, uh, did you used to go to dances and do a lot of singing? Very fond of dances. Yeah, what kind of dancing did you like? Oh, waltzing and two-step. Waltzing and two-step. Did you like to sing? I didn't like these zigga zigga dances. The what? <laughs> the, the what kind of dances? zigga zigga dances. zigga zigga dances. <laughs> <laughs> like they do now. <laughs> In other, in other words, you mean uh, the uh, like the Lindy Hop and yeah, the... same things. I didn't like them. You didn't like a little too fast for you, huh? Yeah, <laughs> two step and waltz, so graceful. I like. Oh, you like graceful dancing. waltzing, huh? Yeah. And what was your favorite dance you said when you were young? Waltzing. That yeah. was just just waltzing. It's just nice and That's very funny. smooth. Sure. And uh, tell me, do you like children? Very fond of children. You are very fond of children. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, do you know many kids in your neighborhood? Oh, I know. All the children around there know me as. Aunt Mary or Mom. Aunt Mary or Mom. Yes. And you, you just like a bunch of kids around you around all the time. Around me all the time. And do they mind you? Very good. Yeah. A little bit scare shy of me sometimes, you know, especially well, if they think they're doing wrong. Well, that's, that's the way they should be. <laughs> and what do you do to entertain the kids? Do you tell them... Uh, oh, just talk to them, you know, and try to make them live right and do right and not be fighting or anything like that. Well, that's you know. very, very sweet. Now, tell me... Uh, uh, do you do you uh, read little stories out of the books or recite oh, poems? Oh, I read, read little stories to the kid upstairs there. They live upstairs with me. And do you recite poetry and, and whatnot to them? Mm, sometimes, yes. Can you remember any poetry that you Well, just... yes, I can speak my first piece I ever spoke. Oh, you can? Mm-hmm. Well, we'd like to hear it. We are but minutes, little things, each one furnished with sixty wings, with which we fly on our unseen track, and not a minute ever comes back. That's very lovely. Well, very, very lovely. Just thank you. Don't have any children of your own, but the no. whole neighborhood knows you as yes. Mom or Aunt Mary. Yes. Well, good luck to you and the thank thing that you're so teaching much. the kids because I know that they're going to appreciate it as they grow older. There's yeah, your membership you. card. And we... All right. Thank you. Goodbye. And God bless you. Bye-bye now. And there goes Mother. All right. I have a note of warning for all our members. Open your cyclone cellars because here she comes again. Amanda Randolph. Amanda, get right into it. What is it going to be? Wait a minute. Let's see what it is. Oh, too many times. <laughs> 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 I can sing it. <laughs> 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 Wait a minute. I'm not going
I believed you when you cried Honey, but you lied Too many times If you called me, you could always find a way to Waiting around the old front door I still love you, but you're awfully aggravated And you ain't gonna hurt me no more I used to tell me that you'd stay But you went away, oh man, too many times Should have learned my lesson once, but I have to be a dunce, oh boy, too many times. Though it's over and through, I'll be thinking of you every time a wind bell chimes. Cause you left me standing at the altar, will it? Too many times. Oh, yeah. what? Oh, it's a beautiful heart to say. Oh, I got to get the blues, babe. Too many times. I believe you when you cry. Oh, honey, but you lied. Too many times. Oh, Singleton, whose application blanks say she wants to become a member of the Harlem Hospitality Club. Hello there, Elizabeth. Hello, Uncle Willie. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I understand that you have a problem. Yes, I had a dream last night you did? of how you cook southern barbecue pig. Southern so barbecue I'm wondering pig? if I'm right. Well, well, let's hear it. We'll tell you. I'm a well, old pig cooker. you get you some oak wood. The reason why I said get some oak wood, because if you get pine wood, it might taste like pine. It might. Then you dig a hole in the ground... You dig a hole in the ground about six feet wide and two feet deep. Yeah, for a big pig. Yes. Yeah. And then you get yourself four iron rods on each side of the hole. Mm -hmm. And after you get the four iron rods, you, you take a piece of steel wire mm -hmm. and hang over the hole. I'm listening. I have my turban on and here. Then I'm listening. You, then you, the pig is all dressed. Mm -hmm. You've got this oak wood with a nice red hot coal. Yes. And then you get your solution with a hot pepper and yes. vinegar. Yes. And a long stick with a white napkin. You Long wrap stick. around the stick. You wrap around the stick. Then after you got these coals and the pig is on with the belly side down first. Yeah, with the what? With the belly side down yeah, first. Yeah, I heard you, yes. I... Then, and then you, then you put the hot coals under the pig. You dreamt all this. Yes, yeah, I well, dreamed that. Keep on dreaming. I'll wake you up. Right. Yeah, uh-huh. So then you put the hot coals under the pig and let the belly side cook about two hours. Yes. And basin it every so often with this solution yes then you turn the solution yes go ahead and then you turn the, turn the outside up and let that cook about two hours yes. then the pig cook about four and a half hours yes. and you got yourself a nice good southern barbecue pig is that right members is that recipe right well you are an old pig cooker i assure you that now you can wake up and when you woke up and found out that the pig wasn't there weren't you hungry yes i was very hungry well i am too now if you want to know the truth but i think hereafter you you mustn't think about pigs when you go to sleep because you're going to dream about cooking them now you have your special membership card Ah, uh, we hate to do it, but we've got to go, because word comes from our recording secretary that our minutes for today are just about up. But don't forget...
United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education. <laughs>